welcome to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Joyous conversations about what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about our one reality. You have nothing to fear. You are eternal and you are perfectly loved. Knowing the truth changes everything. Now, here's Roberta. Welcome to Seek Reality. I'm Roberta Grimes and I'm delighted that you can be with us today. Dear friends, I began to try understanding death in the afterlife way back in the 1960s. Just, I was just trying to understand the experience of light that I'd had when I was eight years old. And I, I started out by thinking naively that something so important as what happens at and after death would surely have been so well researched by then. I mean, we're talking the 60s, for heaven's sake, that all kinds of information about it would be readily available and I'd be able to figure everything out. Well, silly me. If you wanted the scientific truth, good luck. Mainstream science, even today, won't touch this topic. And if you looked at Christianity or other religions, either then or now, you've got some scary ideas there, but no facts. So starting 50 years ago, I had to put the truth together for myself. And since I was practicing law and rearing children and married and very busy, really figuring things out took me 40 years. Then in 2008, Amazon announced by email that Dr. R. Craig Hogan's amazing book, Your Eternal Self, had just been published. I'd never heard of him, but, but he was a kindred spirit there speaking at me right through Mr. Mr. Amazon's uh, website. That was wonderful. That was when I realized that I was not so alone in my peculiar hobby after all. I, I swear to you, before 2008, I'd heard of Victor and Wendy Zamet and a few other people. But by and large, I thought back then that nearly everyone was oblivious to all this wonderful evidence I'd been spending my whole adult life gathering. And there, to my wonderment, was Dr. Hogan. I was so entranced by his book, Your Eternal Self, which I recommend to everyone, that I brought him to Austin to give what was really an amazingly well-attended presentation. We filled room, and thus began our friendship. It was Craig who urged me to write The Fun of Dying, and Craig, whose vision got me into doing conferences for a while. I just didn't like traveling that much. Craig has been enthusiastic in his support of Seek Reality all these six years. He's been our guest here 28 times, and each time it was on a different topic. Craig Hogan patiently loves and supports every sincere worker in this whole big field. The truth about our eternal nature never has had a better friend. And recently, Craig's been raving to me about two people who are selflessly working to create what the discipline of afterlife research has always desperately needed, a real curated database. Dennis Grega and Michelle Zabo are doing a lot to help this field of knowledge finally come of age. And I'm eager to join you. I have not met them yet either, so we're going to be meeting them together. Welcome, Michelle, and welcome, Dennis. It's great to have you with us today. Oh, thank you, Roberta. It's wonderful to be here. Yeah, it's an honor and a pleasure to be interviewed by you. Oh, thank you, dear. We'd first like to talk a little bit about who you are, because you've had, it's clear, you've had interesting careers. And I'd love to know, just briefly, what each of you sort of was doing with your life and what got you together and what got you to start these wonderful projects. Oh, my goodness. Well, let's see. I met Dennis uh, back in the late 90s. I was actually writing a book on the web. It was called The Web and New Media Pricing Guide. 
It was one of the first books out on the uh, web and, you know, how to create websites and what to do and what to ask and how to build them and things like that. Wow. I, I needed Dennis, you back then. Where were you when I needed you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, Dennis and I were introduced by my co-author at the time. And, um, you know, he had done a lot of work, uh, not my co-author, but Dennis had done a lot of work for NASA and Lockheed. Um, with databases on the web. And of course, you know, he created one of the first databases on the web at that time. So it was a pretty impressive project. And we wrote him up and, you know, I guess the rest is just history, right? <laughs> but you're also a healer. You, you're, are you a yes. holistic healer too? I am. Um, I am a Reiki master and I um, work with clients, um, you know, with energy healing and uh, helping them on their spiritual paths and healing paths. So, okay, so you, you had this interesting life and you have now have this friend who is kind of an expert on doing things on the web and you have a background in it too. So, all right, so far there were, we're, we're building a case here. So, so Dennis, what, what's your history? You're, you're a professor, I understand. Uh, I taught at Hunter College and I also was a, a research psychologist at NYU Medical Center uh, testing the effects of a drug called haloperidol on autistic children. And um, but I've been interested in the esoteric and uh, religion and life after death uh, and non-physical reality since since the 60s as well. Um, <clears throat> actually got started when uh, a lot of the demonstrations that were occurring in the 60s, they were holding up signs that God is dead. Well, you know, I was like 11, 12 or 13, you know, and that affected me. So that started my journey. <laughs> well, know, isn't it fun to time? those of us who were young back then um, still think of ourselves as, as young and back then, but so much <laughs> time has passed since. A lot of people don't understand what really, in many ways, what a magical time that was. We ought to do a whole other interview about that. Yeah. But but all right, so, so, you, so what made you decide, okay, we're going to do these databases? Did anyone suggest it to you or did it just – you were having coffee? What? How did you decide to do it? Well, I am going to let Dennis lead this off because it was actually um, his curiosity and uh, his connection with the people who own afterlife101.com that really got us going. So I'm going to let Dennis tell you that little story. Yeah, in the uh, early 2000s, I started to uh, get interested in looking at the research. You know, again, I was brought up in an academic environment, so I've gone through the whole materialistic philosophy and the, the experimental regime and, uh, and that whole bag of, of worms, so to speak. So, but I have always been interested in the esoteric side and discovered you know, Victor and Wendy's site also discovered Afterlife 101, uh, which intrigued me because it, I wasn't quite sure where the source of that information was coming from. So I started a correspondence, and this was back in 2006, 2007, with, and they're no longer anonymous. It's Mike and Jackie Davis, the creators of Afterlife 101. And we uh, got to discussing uh, the information, and it turns out that Jackie was an adept medium and channeler and she was channeling spirit guides that was providing information uh through topics and uh subtopics that that mike was putting together um and they then presented it in afterlife 101 and and our correspondence generated to us becoming 
um, close friends and discussions about creating another database that, um, or another website that would actually uh, compare the information that was on Afterlife 101 with other reliable sources of information through channeling, mediumship, uh, between life progression, uh, philosophy. And so we put together, um, now it's close to 100 sources of information and compared across six different main sections um, that you know uh, can pertain to the afterlife, the death experience for adults, death experience for children, the transformation from human to spirit, reincarnation, and life on Earth. And from those six sections, there were 265 key findings that um, went into more detail, like disease in old age, uh, sudden death, changes in one's spirit family, and so on. And so we took uh, references from many sources and compared them to see how well they agreed with their consistency of information. And to our surprise, uh, literally, I really didn't expect this kind of correlation. We ended up with close to a 95% correlation. Isn't it, isn't it amazing? Yeah. That, that what first convinced me all of this was real was that I was just binge reading uh, the first uh, uh, 20 or 30 years of, of this, uh, of, well, the previous century now, uh, yeah. communications. As you know, there's a whole raft of them back there. What most people don't know about received, received through deep transmediums and so on. Yep. And be, the fact that they were all having the same experience, but obviously there was no copying. They were all unique experiences, but the same process, you know, the same, the same um, physics, the same descriptions in so many ways. So I, I totally understand what a joy it is to realize that this is real. That's what I knew it had to be real because you couldn't yeah. have that much corroboration and have it, it not be real. How exciting. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, the, the feedback we've gotten from people from around the world, you know, and, and this is basic information, you know, just to get them, uh, to make them aware of the fact that, you know, life exists after death. There is no death, per se. And really? Uh, non-physical reality is the basis for everything, including our own physicality. So, um, yeah, I mean, to find 95% agreement across all these different sources, across different types of uh, communication modalities, you know, yes. handling. I mean, that that is astounding to us, and it was astounding to us initially. We didn't expect that that kind of correlation. No, it's really wonderful. Actually, it's a miracle. Yeah. Yeah. So you have two major sort of data sites and one very active site. Well, let's just to summarize what you say about it: the largest database of afterlife description and analysis on the internet. That's afterlifedata.com. And everyone, I will give you all of these um, uh, website addresses uh, in the description of the of the of the program, so that you will easily be able to go and check them out yourself. But that's afterlifedata.com. And then there's afterlifelibrary.com, which is the largest library of afterlife books on the Internet. What, these are such useful things you've done. I mean, most people have no idea where to start. And basically you're saying here's the whole panoply of information, and you can start where you like, and you can put it together as you like. What a great thing you've done. 
Well, thank you so much. Um, You know, one of the things that I like to tell people, because, you know, we have a lot of people who ask us, you know, well, where do I start? What do I do? You know, what should I be reading first? Um, You know, and it really doesn't matter. Whatever Whatever. calls to you. Yes. Really. Whatever calls calls. to you. Yes. Perfect. Um, You know, everybody's journey is their own. And I could never tell anybody, you know, well, you must go read this first, you must read this second, you must read this third, because the meaning for each person is going to be a little bit different, because we all have our own unique journey. So I would always recommend to people, you know, go through Afterlife Library, take a look at what's there, you know, what really calls to you, then go out and, you know, get the book, we have some things that are out of copyright that, you know, are downloadable. Um, you know, or go purchase a book, you know, there's plenty of them out there and, um, you know, just start reading. And if something doesn't resonate with you, then put it down for a while. Um, you know, both Dennis and I are the first to say that, you know, there are many books that we picked up, um, in particular, the, uh, Seth material that was, uh, channeled by Jane Roberts, you know, though it, 30 years ago, it was not meaningful to me, Yes, but 10 years ago, it became more meaningful. And honestly, the last five years, it has become even more meaningful to me as I start to read other things and infuse other information with that. So it's really everybody's own journey. So just start, you know, don't wait for somebody to tell you, go do this or go do that. Just start. I should say in the interest of completeness too, uh, that there's a resources tab on robertagrimes.com, and there there are about I think about 75 books that I have personally read and can recommend, uh, organized by topic and all of that. So if you're thinking, well, I'm just going to dip a toe in, you can start there because a lot Absolutely. of those books have have bibliographies. Doesn't really yeah. matter where you start, but once you get into it, you begin. Especially now, you are you. Just to, as an aside, are you being careful about what's on your website to make sure that it's sort of consistent, um, you trust the source, that sort of thing with these books? Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of, you know, foo-foo, fluffy stuff, yes, you know, what, floating around I, out there. Glad you said it. I didn't <laughs> want to say it, but you're absolutely right. There, there is and, some um, information. People can make a buck that way, but um, yeah, it's very important to protect beginners from getting there because then they, you know, if, if you're if you're building the house on the sand, as Jesus said, uh, it's not going to stand very tall or last very long. Oh, good for you. That's absolutely. Wonderful. Are you still adding to these these resources? Then yes, we are, and. Uh, you know, when Michelle was talking about the diverse paths that people have, I mean, we've broken it down into six major categories, uh, you know, afterlife, uh, paranormal, religion, science, reincarnation, and consciousness. But then there's also 49 subcategories of information. <laughs> wow. You know, so, you know, yes. you just, you know, need to peruse all the different areas and see what really uh, is something that you know maybe is lacking in your knowledge and you need to know more and you'll probably find it uh, there's close to 3,000 books now on uh, that site we have another 4,000 that we still need to put up uh, and we're also and and these are going to also cover more esoteric you know uh, 
things like that people, you know, say is woo-woo, like magic or alchemy and that, there's a lot of truth in that information that, that has not been presented. And, uh, you know, like with Dion Fortune and, and, and books by Alice Bailey or Israeli Disregardi, um, you, at some point we want to also bring that in. But I think right now the sites that we have up there are very good for people that are just not aware of the information. That uh, a way, like you said, to dip your toe in and and to see what's there, and then to go beyond because there's a lot more that's even deeper than what what we go into. Even though we have a lot of books on there and they do cover some some heavy duty topics, especially in terms of physics and quantum mechanics and that, but. Um, uh, you know, there's there's still a lot more to do that we can we can do on, on Afterlife Library, and we will <laughs> at some point. It, it's it, the, to everyone understand the most important thing you can do for yourself is to convince yourself that your life will never end. Right. Your your sensory experiences that this this solid world is all there is, and religions are of no help because they don't tell you what actually happens at death. And science is of less help because they do tell you. They say you're going to blink out like a light. Nothing could be further from the truth. So to just begin wherever your curiosity leads you and go from there to explore more things and build a, a, a framework for yourself that you can begin to trust and begin to realize you live forever. There is nothing more important you can do for yourself than that because then you're living on an eternal frame. Everything will look different to you. I'm sure you would agree, right, Michelle? And, and uh, the, I mean, oh, it's, it's yeah. impossible for us to think things are the same when we really get this. I'm sorry, your thoughts on that? Yeah, it. you know, what you said about, um, you know, religion, um, you know, and, and I don't mean to bash anybody's belief system um, because I think they're, you know, they do have an important place in our lives. Um, however, you know, it really needs to be approached with caution. Um, yes, as yes. you well know, Roberta, you know, there uh -huh. are so many extremes to, you know, religious belief systems that you really have to take great care <clears throat> as to being sure that, you know, the belief system that you are focusing on is coming from a place of love and compassion. And if it's not, you've got to question what's going on. Yes. No, right? it, 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 it's interesting. So, you must have seen this, too, that people are more and more questioning their religions. They're coming out from the very darkness. Very much. And, yes. And this has happened, really, in the past 10, 15 years. Before that, um, you could everyone just said, okay, I know the answer. I've got my get-out-of-hell-free card. I, I'm just all set. People want more now, and it's quite exciting, really, to see it happening. You know, it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be Christianity either. Next week, no. I don't know if you know T.J. Woodward, but he is going to be my guest next week. And he came up with all the same teachings that Jesus gave us in the Gospels using Eastern religions. Sure. It's, it's amazing. I think it's fun, actually, that he was able to do that. Yeah, There's a tremendous amount of overlap between all of the belief systems. Tremendous yeah. amount. You know, there's an interesting statistic that we have out of our Voices Across the Veil program where um, we, we asked people what their birth religion was and what their current religion is. And what we found out is that 84% of the people that have participated in Voices Across the Veil were Christian. However, uh, their current 
religion now, or the current belief system, I should say, there's only 35% that still call themselves Christian. Yeah, so, isn't that wonderful and amazing? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. All right, so let's that's a good entry. Let's talk about Voices Across the Veil, which I need to know more about. It sounds like a fascinating concept. This is the third thing, and it's just is VoicesAcrossTheVeil.com, right? Mm-hmm. And talk about that program. Well, that all started uh, back in 2014, uh, Dennis and I were chatting and, um, you know, we were out in the car and uh, riding around and he said, you know, I have this idea. What do you think? <laughs> I went brilliant. And then two much two months later, we launched. <laughs> wow. It was, it was so fast. It was so natural. It just, you know, we, we just put our heads together and said, you know, OK, what is it that we're trying to do here? We reached out. Um, you know, and researched mediums and, um, you know, brought in our first group of mediums. And Voices Across the Veil holds small group sessions uh, online for, you know, up to six people at a time with a moderator and a medium. And what we ask is for people to come online and get a 10 to 15 minute communication with this medium and let us know what they think. You know, what do you, you know, did you get evidential information? What was it like? You know, how were your beliefs before and after this session? So we've had now five years of experience with this and the communications have just been astounding the last few years. They've really been amazing. Amazing evidential information. And um, let's talk about this though. Now, these are mediums you have vetted yourselves. You believe are good. Okay. Yeah. is there, a, is there a cost to it? Yes, it's only $40. It's oh, well. Oh, my word. Good for yeah. you. Yeah, $40 per person. Um, it's well below what the mediums that. Oh, use, yes. Um, what they normally charge, either in group or private. And they're doing it because they love the research, they love you know, the fact that we're accumulating information. Uh, evidential information. We video record every session. Uh, everyone that participates gets a, that session for free in terms of a video download. Um, and you, you, you can't, you, you, this is available around the world. I mean, we've had people from many countries now participate. And so we're accumulating a, basically a multicultural a study of life after death, evidential uh, mediumship, um, and we're you know everyone fills out pre and post session questionnaires, so we're we're seeing what the effects are of these sessions on the on each person personally, as well as across the whole group, and uh, like Michelle said, uh, we're getting very profound sessions now. Now that everyone's gotten used to the technology, because it's not easy. It's not easy. Uh, uh, running, doing a mediumship session with uh, basically images on the screen and being able to read each person's energy and then and then having, you know, those from the other side come in and communicate. So, but they've gotten very good. Our, our mediums are world class. I mean, we canvassed over 200, and uh, we had raiders that broke it down to the top 20, and then we started making phone calls, and um, and the people we have are, are great. Wow, I'm astounded at what you've done. That is that is really that's terrific research. 
And it's a terrific gift, too, to people who otherwise might not be able to afford to a reading with a really good medium. Good for you. Well, this came about because we were getting requests through Afterlife Data from people all around the world asking us for mediums, where, you know, yes. medium in their location. You know, and we we don't know mediums in every location of the world. And I'm, I'm serious. We've had, you know, requests from Russia, from Australia, from all over. And, you know, in whatever state that they lived in, I mean, we didn't know. So we decided, well, the next best, best thing would be to bring the mediums to them. And that's basically what Voices Across the Veil does. So let's talk about the process. Um, pe- people come to your website, VoicesAcrossTheVeil.com, and they sign up. They say, I want to have a reading with a medium. Is that what, 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 Walk us through that process. Yeah, it's really simple, Roberta. Um, yes, what you said prior to this, um, that's exactly what they do. They come on to VoicesAcrossTheVeil.com. They can look around at the uh, participant information. They can look at the medium's backgrounds. They can visit their websites. And then there is a scheduling page where we show the upcoming sessions for each of the mediums. And they just click a button that they want to attend. It's very easy and fast. And they just, you know, pay the $40 for the um, small group session and they're on. So um, once they've done that, then uh, they sign into their account on Voices Across the Veil and they fill out a pre-questionnaire and then attend the session. And after the session, they fill out a post-questionnaire. And those questionnaires only take about, I think, 15 or 20 minutes. Right, Dennis? Yeah, at most. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, one of the great there's so many great things about having a small group session is first of all, the mediums do not know who's coming on. All they know is how many people they have. So they never know who's going to be on their sessions. So it's completely blind for them. Which is great. Um, That's great. Yeah. The, um, you know, the people can come on multiple times if they'd like. As a matter of fact, a small aside, we had uh, one lady who came on and, um, got some information about a uh, loved one. And then was it about nine months later, Dennis mm-hmm. had another reading with another one of the mediums and that medium continued that same connection, <laughs> wow. well, which was <laughs> amazing. What was, interesting, yes. what was interesting about that session though, is that uh, one, her, her son had, had transitioned and her mother was in hospice at the time. So she was still alive, but her father came through and was describing uh, what the mother was going through. And that basically it was coming out in that first session that she was about to transition as well. Well, a year later or nine months later with a different medium who comes through with the mother, Oh, wow. you know, and the uh, tears to my eyes just, you know, because she transitioned during that time. And, and she was told in that first session that that transition was, was about to happen. And actually it did. Uh, and, and then her son also came through in the second session as well. So uh, she was able to speak with, with two people that she really wanted to speak with. And she got very evidential information. We actually show... Uh, excerpts of that on our Patreon page uh, in video, so you can actually see that. 
one thing that I think most people listening don't fully understand is that what you're doing, you make it look easy. This is not easy. The, the people who are not in bodies and trying to help us are so aware of the energy of the people who are doing this work that if you were not purely eager to help people, if you were in this because you were hoping to become famous or whatever other thing, they wouldn't work with you. Yeah. So, so the fact that you are getting such good results shows that you have guides who trust you and who believe that you are going to really be able to help the world come to better understand what's truly going on. So my hat is off to you that you can make this happen. It's not easy, folks. It looks easy because they, they're already plugged in. Not easy Thank at you. all. You know, what's interesting is about uh, two years ago, I was on uh, the phone with one of the mediums and midway, you know, through the phone call, um, she was interrupted. She says, you know, one of your guides are here. His name's Mojave and he wants you to know that he's supporting this work. And yeah. it was just absolutely amazing. So. I'm not surprised at all. Um, they they choose whose hearts are pure and they will work with them. And that's one reason this is so frustrating for scientists to understand this whole field because uh, they know who you are. It's impossible to fake it uh, in this. in this. So my hat does go off to you and I'm so glad you're doing this because so, <laughs> you're, you're exposing people to the possibility that they really can talk with people that they used to think were dead. And that's a revelation, as you know. I'm sure you watch people's lights go on all the time oh it's real you know the like we were saying before roberta the information that has come through it is always surprising and it's you know dennis and i say over and over again you just can't make this stuff up no, you, can't. I mean, no. you know we just sit there with our jaws on the floor after every one of these sessions and go once again look at that yeah, when, yeah. I, when I moderate a session, I uh, I sit way back because I don't want anyone to see the tears coming down my face. Uh, oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's and you, really... you say you've, you've seen it get better from the very beginning, from the very yes. first time. Yes. Well, that's what I would expect because you're plowing a new field. And as they become confident that you can do what you're doing, they will give you more as well. And that's just what's happening. This is very exciting. Yeah. yeah, and I think our mediums have also um, gotten very good at, you know, utilizing the platform as well, you know, yes. um, being online, because that's very different energetically. As a matter of fact, you know, we've um, interviewed some new mediums recently, and they have found it a little bit difficult to manage because they're, you know, they've got multiple people up in front of them. And, you know, where is the energy going? And, you know, how do they discern all of that and stuff? So, it takes a little bit of time for them to get used to the technology and utilizing it for something where they're usually doing something either one-on-one -on -one or even if it's in a group, they're in the presence of the group. Yes. So. Yeah, no, that is, that is really remarkable. How many people have gone through this? Have, do you have any kinds of numbers? Uh, close to 260, 270 people. That's wonderful. <laughs> That is wonderful. Well, good mm -hmm. for you. So, all right, those are the things you do. Um, and you you also, with now Patreon, tell us about Patreon. What is that? Well, one of the things that we are hoping to do with all of the afterlife work that we've been doing is to be able to do it more and more. So, and 
you know, trying to juggle, of course, you know, paying the bills and, you know, doing this. Yeah, it really is, you know. So we're like, you know, how, how can we, you know, continue to do this and make it better and better and better? So, you know, we, of course, have been aware of Patreon for a while and said, you know, well, you know, let's just, you know, put something up here on Patreon and in, you know, in the hopes that we can um, get more people interested and, you know, have more people ask us questions and, you know, just be able to service people more with this. And of course, you know, that means that, you know, obviously we have to pay our bills and things. Um, so that was really the impetus for doing the Patreon, um, you know, just to be able to give people a place where they can support the work. Um, Cause we've had people ask us over and over again, you know, well, how can I support your work? You know, and, and yeah, some people I'm can't sure. do it financially and that's okay. You know, they've decided to volunteer, you know, or, um, you know, do something else uh, with us. But uh, the people who are interested in financially supporting can do it through Patreon. Okay. And it's just patreon.com forward slash afterlife. afterlife. Yeah. And again, I will give you all of these links, everyone, so that you'll be able to the websites, you'll be able to um, check it all out for yourself. So where are you going to go from here with this? What what is your what are you? I mean, obviously, you're very creative, both of you, and you're thinking ahead. What are you planning? Well, we actually just launched a brand new research project on Voices Across the Veil, and it is a one-on-one communication for people who are interested in just having a private session of their own where they can communicate with their loved ones. This is a direct personal communication. That is, yes. uh, uh, Dr. Jane Bissler has developed a technique. Um, she's a grief counselor. She's been a grief counselor for over 30 years, is an author of, of uh, uh, three or four books, and developed this technique that she calls loving hearts connection. And basically, she, she can induce a person to have an experience of a non-physical event, a non-physical connection, non-physical communication, uh, whether it's through a communication through a loved one that they want to, to talk with or speak with guides. Uh, we actually ran 18 uh, trial sessions and 17 were successful, but the range uh, was quite variable. And that is, uh, it ranged from people experiencing a non-physical environment similar to those that are in OBEs that, that do out-of-body experiences. They've communicated with guides. They've communicated with loved ones of the past. And um, we're re- really excited about this program that we can actually, within 90 minutes, uh, some people have had, actually quite a number, have had more than one uh, communication, sometimes as many as four. Okay, I'm a little boggled about this. Let's let's back up a step. Is this where? where what's the? Is there a website on this? A separate website people would go to about this this new program? There is not a separate website right now. Um, you can on voicesacrosstheveil.com. You can go to the scheduling page, just like you would for a small group session, and there are dates there of the available times and dates for these sessions. And you just have to contact us directly right now for that. We are actually in the process of doing a major overhaul on the voicesacrossthevail.com website. 
So we're hoping to get that up before the end of the year. Okay, so um, with the, uh, this communication you're talking about, this mm-hmm. happens in your mind. Is it is it like um, uh, the is it is it like the hemisync stuff that because uh, we just had someone recently from the head of the Monroe Institute, and they get people into altered states of consciousness using their hemisync program, um, or Rochelle Wright does this and people have wonderful communications too how do they get people into the state where they're really doing the communication what is the process do you know yeah there's uh there's a use of bilateral stimulation uh using a metronome Uh uh, and uh it's a technique that uh jane bissler has developed where it basically takes them through a number of different segments that maybe last uh, 10 or 15 minutes to get them into a relaxed state and to uh, open themselves up to the possibilities of communication. And, uh, you know, we were astonished ourselves to get that kind of uh, 94% success rate um, in the trials that we ran. And we've run two sessions that... uh, one, the first one, the person experienced healing uh, of three different areas that she was experiencing pain in her body. Wow. And she said the healing was, was more, she had gone to a lot of healers, and she said that this healing was more direct and more intense than she had ever experienced through any healer. Um, and that was in just our first session of this direct communication um, program. So. Wow. Just everyone. The reason I asked about the hemisync and the and the bilateral stimulation mm-hmm. is that that is something which we are learning more and more it does get receptive people into this altered state of consciousness where they can easily have these experiences. And so if you're already doing that, again, this is more evidence that you're working in sync with spirit because um, they, they don't suffer in the, in the, uh, in the greater reality where they are, they don't suffer fools. So they must think you all are doing what they want you to do because they're getting good work. That's really, that's very exciting. I'm really delighted about that. Thank you. What else are you thinking about? Anything else? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. (laughs) We have, um, we're we're looking, we have one channeler uh, that we know uh, will be uh, part of this program. It's going to be a channeling program. Um, We want to bring in uh, entities of a more evolved state that can provide deeper information regarding non-physical reality so we're right now in a search and we have one person that that uh actually no well yeah we have one that uh has agreed to do the channeling it's actually one of our mediums um laura mendelson who um in one of our voices across the veil session at and this was interesting because all four of the sitters there was four sitters at this session they all pertain. They were all dealing with healing in some way, in their own way. And Laura has channeled this entity called the Ones for over 30 years. And they broke through at the end of the session. And they mainly deal with with healing. They also work with John of God in Brazil. And the Ones went through 
each of the different sitters and, and gave them information regarding their life path, but also then directed the information to us saying that, you know, they're aware of this channeling program that we want to put on and they're willing to uh, be of service to us. So they're going to be one of the channeled entities on this new program, which we're hoping we can launch by the first of the year. Uh, but we're also looking for other channeled entities because what we want to do is we want to, uh, we're going to be creating question sets regarding different topics. It might be reincarnation, it may be uh, the transition uh, that people go through uh, when, they, uh, when they pass. Uh, and we, what we want to do is we want to ask the same question sets to different channelers and then correlate the responses to see the consistency of the information as well as to get more information about non-physical reality at a much deeper level than we can get right now from people that are more closer to the earth plane that have just passed yes. over. Yes, yes. You know? Yeah, that to me that is close to useless information because yeah. a lot of it is disinformation. But if you can get upper level beings to work with you, then you will yeah. be able to get some really good information. Wow, I'm excited about how deeply you already are connected with the people not in bodies, that you need to work with. This is very <laughs> exciting to hear what you're doing. I'm so happy yeah. about it. And we have more that's coming next year, too. We can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> Michelle, doesn't, Michelle doesn't want me to divulge this one, but I'm going to anyway. I love oh, it. No. News, <laughs> everybody. <laughs> Over the last year, year and a half, um, we've been noticing that we've been getting drop-in communicators that is, you know, people that are not related at all to the sitters, uh -huh. but are giving us very definite information regarding what they, their physical descriptions, what they died from, uh, where they were located, and so forth. And we think that there's a reason for that. And so what we're considering doing is what we're calling a soul assistance program, where we're going to have... Um, the, the mediums actually invite earthbound or, or a lower plane people to come in so that we might be able to help guide them to the light um, to a higher level or to at least make them aware that, you know, maybe they, they, they don't even know that they're dead, you know, that they passed, you know, that happens. And uh, oh, yes, there's actually, it turns out there are a great many people yeah. in that position, a lot more than I ever dreamed. And um, I'm, we, we've had some people on. Uh, do you know who Nathan Castle is? No. Nathan Castle actually is a monk. He's a, he's a practicing Catholic priest, and he had he was chosen by by spirit. To bring to make this happen, to bring people uh, who had were confused and and uh, not sure what was going on, and were basically in, in a kind of limbo, to bring them to the light. And he's, he's he, this is going to be his wow. second visit with us coming up in just a couple of weeks. But um, there are people doing this work. They're doing it, as you know, at the Monroe Institute. Yep. And and what I'm coming to understand is there's a lot of people who need this help. So yep. the fact that you have been chosen to do this work is more indication that you are you are doing this work in pure spirit because they wouldn't choose you for this if you were not um, purely just trying to serve and if you were if, there, if you thought there was some way you could you know become rich and famous from it they they know they know who's true and you must be true if you're being chosen to do that as well wow. 
I'm excited uh, to meet you. That's really, just really fun. Well, it, we know that over, you know, over the last hundred years, there's a lot of communications uh, through mediumship where the communicators have said, you know, there's more and more and more people coming to the afterlife that, you know, are still, um, you know, based on the materialistic philosophy that don't yes. know how to use their body. Um, and, you know, the fact is that, you know, us being here on this plane, we're actually able to um, relate better to those that are more yes. sound. And exactly. so, yes. you know, there's a lot of, yeah, out-of-body experiencers that uh, are helping um, from this side, you know, helping to make the transition. And they said that it's difficult on the other side because they have to lower their vibrations. Um, I've, you know, I've heard of, you know, uh, stories told by those on the other side saying how difficult it is to go from, uh, you know, the summer land, so to speak, to a lower and lower, like the Stony Plains. And, yes. you know, yes. and they, they need guides a, a lot of times to help them. And the, and the people that are on in the lower levels sometimes can't even see those that are at a higher vibration. That's so, right. You know, That's right. So the communication becomes troublesome. This is exciting um, because you have already come to a rather advanced level in terms of working uh, with the people we used to think were dead. And that means that what, what the, the work you were going to do has only begun. You know, all of this has been prelude to what you're going to do now. I'm, I'm going to be anxious to follow your progress uh, yeah. because this is this is wonderful. I'm so happy to have finally met you. And I'm so uh, sorry we've come to the end of our time, but we'll do this again. Um, any yeah. last thoughts that you'd like to share with people? One of the things that you had mentioned, Roberta, was, um, and this was early on in our talk, was that, um, you know, mainstream science has done a lot of damage, right, to yes. what we believe. Um, I'd like people to think about something. Um, you know, quantum physics and quantum mechanics has shown us that what we believe science to be true is much deeper. And also from that research and that knowledge now, we know that energy cannot be destroyed. Mm -hmm. It can only change form. Yes. So if you think about that and apply that to your life, how can you ever be completely destroyed? No. Um, yeah, there, right? there are. Yes, that, that's a that's a wonderful thought. Um, but people, a lot of people don't know enough about science to understand the significance of that, unfortunately. Right. But I think that's a wonderful thought. Yeah. D Dennis, do you have a th anything you'd like to say just to just just, uh, you know, I invite everyone to to explore the websites. Uh, it's based on a non dogmatic, you know, there's no belief system behind it. It's just presenting the information, presenting the data for everyone to evaluate according to their own beliefs and their, their paths that they wish to follow. So, well, thanks to both of you, and, and we are going to do this again. I've got to come up with some even more more interesting questions. Now that I understand what you can do and where you're going, I'm excited to, to follow your progress with everyone that, that listens to Seek Reality. But um, welcome, thank you, and we'll talk again soon. Consider yourselves hugged. Thank you. <laughs> thank, you. thank you so much, Roberta. Meanwhile, this has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes, and I'm really glad you heard this today. Wow, what a discovery we've made. Please never forget 
that you are a powerful, eternal being. You never began, you never will end. And when you really get what that means, everything is transformed for the better. Next week, our guest here for the third time is going to be T.J. Woodward. I first found T.J. when I read his wonderful 2015 book, Conscious Being, Awakening to Your True Nature. He had arrived essentially at the teachings of Jesus, which we know are genuine. But from the viewpoint of Eastern religious thought, it was amazing. T.J. is the creator of the Conscious Recovery Method, which is a groundbreaking and quite effective approach to viewing and treating addictions. And that's where a lot of his attention is devoted now. He's on the spiritual team of the Agape Bay Center, Bay Area Center, um, which is a satellite of the International Agape Spiritual Center in L.A. He's going to talk with us next week about something that I, he helps a lot of people to do, and I, I get a lot of questions about it, so I'm eager to discuss it with him. It's finding your life purpose. So if that interests you, please be sure to join us next week. And this week, we've made new friends. We've been talking with Dennis Grega and Michelle Zaba, who are very good friends of our dear friend, Dr. R. Craig Hogan. Michelle is a healer. She's a creative director, writer. She's had a great history in this field. And now she's working with Dennis, who is an expert in it running um, um, uh, websites and, and just in being very creative. And they're making something wonderful because they are such spiritual people. I'm going to give you in the descriptions their website information, um, and we're going to follow their progress because what they're doing, they make look easy, but this is not easy. It's very hard work to convince those not in bodies that you're worth working with, and they have convinced them to an extent that amazes me. So they're just starting a wonderful career in helping so many people come to finally understand that their lives really are eternal and I'm very glad to have met them um, as you know my nonfiction books are Liberating Jesus, My Thomas, The Fun of Dying, The Fun of Staying in Touch, The Fun of Growing Forever, The Fun of Living Together and soon The Fun of Loving Jesus Embracing the Christianity that Jesus Taught The Fun of Meeting Jesus is a children's book and I hear from parents who say their children love it all of my books are available, of course, in bookstores, if you can, you know, get them to order them, and on Amazon, and the adult books are available as audiobooks. If you have any questions or you want to talk to me about anything, go to robertagrimes.com and contact me through the website. I do answer every email. It can take a few days nowadays, but I answer every email, and I love hearing from people and, and being able to help. Past episodes of Seek Reality are available on webtalkradio.net, on realrevolutionradio.com, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and many other places, including the, the wonderful Dream Vision 7 radio family. And we have a Seek Reality app for free in the iTunes app store, so you can just go there if you'd like. And people tell me that the episodes arrive like magic in their app. What could be easier? If you enjoy these weekly conversations, I hope you'll come and check out my blog, too. There's a new blog post every Sunday. Meanwhile, this has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Please enjoy, please make the most of this coming week in our one reality, knowing that you are a powerful, eternal being, and you, in particular, you, most of all, are perfectly loved. You've been listening to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Roberta blogs and answers questions at robertagrimes.com. Join us every week as we explore what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about the one reality we all share. 
Knowing the truth changes everything.